<clears throat> when, in disgrace with fortune and men's, I all alone beweep my outcast state, and trouble deaf heaven with my bootless cries, and look upon myself and curse my fate, wishing me like to one more rich in hope, featured like him, like him with friends possessed, desiring this man's and that man's, with what I most enjoy, contented least. Is, is there more? Is, is, is it over? Is that it? <laughs> this isn't a bit. Like, is that, is that the whole poem? <laughs> that was Shakespeare's Sonnet 29. He needs to practice a little bit more. You think so? Yeah. Did that just come out, like, last week? I don't think this guy's got a future in writing, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I don't... Alright, well... It's <laughs> he. He rhymed eyes, or uh, he. What did he? What did he rhyme fate with? Well, I actually. It should have been of, eyes. I don't <laughs> know if this. Yeah, maybe this. I wonder why this qualifies as a sonnet because this it doesn't rhyme. Like mm -hmm. intentionally, it doesn't rhyme. Yeah, is it like is it a satirical sonnet? <laughs> <laughs> No. You know, if a man writes a woman a sonnet, he loves the woman. If he writes the woman a thousand sonnets, he loves sonnets. <laughs> you know, you got a point there. Are you familiar with Petrarch, Luke? Uh, no, I have an energy-efficient car. Is he the guy that goes... Mr. Shark. Took me a second. Is that is that the was, bit you're going for? I don't. I was making I was making a petrol joke. I don't. Welcome to the bottom, everybody. <laughs> you guys are basically. This is a serious question. I don't. Well, which one? I don't know. You're doing a bit. I don't you're know being anymore. Serious? The poem was halfway done and then it ended. <laughs> I'm so confused. No, it's just he was talking about. Um, well, I already told you. I googled. Poems about depression. <laughs> well, I don't. I all right. <laughs> so he he's he said heaven isn't listening to him. Uh, he wishes he was like somebody else who is smiley and has things to do that make him happy. Well, then just do stuff you enjoy. I don't like. It's not a hard solution to the perplexing situation he's in. But he's depressed. Well, deal with it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> don't be. So how, how's your so new therapy job going, Gabe? <laughs> So well, I, you know what I do? I put I put on a copy of Jim Carrey's The Mask and down a bottle of malt liquor. Yeah, I watched. <laughs> I think I figured out where your depression is coming from. <laughs> well, I had right, five goodness. five patients. Yeah. <laughs> they are all dead now. <laughs> I had five patients. Also, the suicide hotline has been very busy. And they, they call me. <laughs> 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 Have you guys uh, ever done that? Have you called them? No. What, the suicide hotline? Yeah. No. Have you? Well... Just to see what it's like? <laughs> I... well, yeah, actually. I, I wonder what a phone call like that would be like. And, I don't know. like, the number has to be posted everywhere, because they want the press people to be able to find it. Is it... I've heard... I've heard actual reports of a person called them and got put on hold. Isn't it... <laughs> isn't it all volunteer work, though? It might be. Or is it, like, oh, they have, like, certain, like, therapists just with their phone on them all the time? 
So like they're out on a date, they get a phone call like I gotta take this, and they gotta talk somebody down. Yeah. Like that would be the most mentally straining job to have. I'm just remembering I had a coworker whose wife, uh, that that was her job, and just you know all day she had to be available. Yeah. Just taking calls, just ready to have <laughs> have a one of the most difficult most difficult conversations possible, just all day. Because you have the same job that the police officer has whenever there's, like, a bank robbery and you're trying to, like, negotiate with the bank robber to let people go. It's the same job, just constant. Like, that you sounds... And that involves potential death? Yeah, because, like, the person's... They're their own hostage, essentially, in that scenario. Like, that, that, oh, okay. that is the most mentally draining job ever, I, I would say. Like, oh, you I... did surgery for 36 hours? Ooh, like, come on, like... <laughs> Yeah, I... Oof. I could never do that. Ima imagine Steve Martin's character from the first Muppet movie doing that job. He might be more efficient than, like, regular... Could you... Could cartoon characters be more efficient at that job what? than... Hmm. Luke was doing a bit. What happened? <laughs> so, like, if you... If, uh, would... Would... Would people, like, like, voice actors doing a voice be more efficient at certain scenarios in that work line than, like, regular people? Cause like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna jump, wait wait we're gonna we're gonna phone call Gabe. Oh, oh, oh. can you get that? You're closer. Oh, my, it's it's all the way over. It's closer to you. All right. Hello. Hello. This is the suicide hotline. Oh, that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you were going to jump, Krabs. <laughs> I heard you were thinking of killing yourself. Crabs. I ran out of all my money. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that's hmm. like like I'm sure a few, that would work for a few people, but like having to be able to like gauge that, I don't I don't know about that. But like you, you don't you don't have oh, you have so much to live for, huh? <laughs> like like you don't. People come to you with that job, so, like, I guess... I don't know. I've never called a line or been in a situation to call that line, so I don't- I don't- I can't really. That would be tough. Yeah. That would be tough. What? Oh, wait, hang on. My- my phone's ringing again. Hello? Ronk Rump! Ronk Rump. Alright. Scooby, uh, I, I'm actually feeling pretty good. What are you? Why are you calling me <laughs> right like, now? <laughs> he's done his job. <laughs> <laughs> Another one for the books. <laughs> he just puts a tally on the wall. <laughs> uh, it's got two. <laughs> oh no! And there's a couple, like ones he's had to scribble out. <laughs> <laughs> to cross out the other one. That's <laughs> oh, no. so. I, I, that's Poor funny. Maggie. <laughs> and for the people that are like, "Oh, that's such a dark joke." Oh no, the imaginary person died. Oh, poor made oh, yeah, up lady. Why don't you kill yourself. <laughs> oh, poor, poor lady that Luke Scott and Gabe made up. <laughs> <laughs> I was all right. So this, I was going to do this bit. <laughs> during today, like, because <coughs> yeah. there was one—I don't remember what day it was. I think we were going to see one of your plays, Luke. Me and Scott were in mm -hmm. the car, and <laughs> oh, yeah. I, we were talking about like, 
The only thing you need to do as a liar is to just put enough detail into your stories, and then every lie sounds realistic. Because every because every every true story has like three tangents somewhere in the middle of it with random facts. Fair. And so, like me and Scott, while we were driving, we we didn't even get out of Prospect. I had like a book, a biography about this guy <laughs> named Trevor, and like <laughs> and like I I don't remember how. Like if if. I was gonna set up like a whole like twenty minute bit in this episode where I like make up a character, give him like a huge lore, and then be like, "Yeah, so Trevor killed himself," and then like see how the how the the energy changes in the room, and then I'll make fun of it by saying, "Oh yeah, imaginary Trevor killed himself." What about it? <laughs> that would but, be a good bit. Yeah, that's that should be. Uh... That has to be done by somebody else, right? Randy, Fe that sounds like a Randy Feltface bit. Oh yeah! Look, look up Randy, Randy. built. Randy buys a bookshop off of Gumtree. Watch that is that a bit. fantastic stand-up bit by a puppet, no less. Yeah. Oh, the the purple dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I love him so much. Uh, he's so funny. He is. He might be. I love his stuff. My, my. He's in my top four easily. He's up there. He is very good. But, uh, and I pulled out this Bible when I was trying to get sober that was in the nightstand on my uh, at the hotel I was listing. And the first verse, the first verse I opened it up said, Give wine unto those that are sad. And I said, Oh, come on! <laughs> what, would Jesus do, what would Jesus do? He'd get absolutely sloshed, is what he'd do. <laughs> <sighs> Way ahead of you. That's okay. this, this is Mountain Dew. I don't. I know. <laughs> I forgot the camera's not on to prove otherwise. <laughs> um, I found yeah. my first female comedian that I find funny. Go on. I, I've been searching for eight years to find a woman that can make me laugh. <laughs> and I have finally intentionally. <laughs> in, intentionally, and not by hitting the curb and saying "oops." Like that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, I had to work in misogyny somehow. Um, I'm so proud of you. Uh, I can't pull her name up. It's Lindsay something. I, I, dude, I was listening to her today. It's the brunette. I just discovered her too. Yeah, yeah. She's she's a really good comedian. That I really she's wish that she came to Pittsburgh, but or somewhere close to Pittsburgh, Cleveland, anywhere. Yeah, hang on. What is her name? We need to. It's Lindsay something. I can't. Lindsay, Lindsay Taylor. Mm, maybe. Taylor. My phone is the least coherent thing I've ever owned. I I I I woke it up at the start of this episode. It's still waking up. Cuz I was going to bring this up also, but you know, my phone just doesn't want to work. It's asking to get restart. Like I don't it's, it's not going to happen. Oh wait, are you sure it was Lindsay? Cuz the more I think about it, maybe it was Shoot, what was her name? Amy Schumer. Yeah! It definitely wasn't. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Taylor Thompson. Tom, Tomlinson. Tomlin, Tomlinson, yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely so, what I was so you, What you thought her last name was was corrected. I was wrong no. entirely. No, I'm just like, what? who's a funny woman? Oh, there's only one. It's Taylor Tomlinson. <laughs> yeah. She's the only comedian female that I've found that I, I enjoy listening to. Yeah. She, she'd be in my top five. And now that you know that there's a top four and a top five, she's number five. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor 
Tomlinson. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. So apparently she has a Netflix special. I've not watched it yet. But... Interesting. Um, but yeah, she's she's pretty good. She's pretty good. She got really popular on TikTok, and that's how I found her. Oh, okay. It's through... Same, the way I might have found her is because I follow Tim Hawkins, and I get regular stand-up stuff on my For You page. So Tim Hawkins might be the reason I found her, which is crazy to think about. That is... makes no sense. Right? Well, you know, Gabe. What do I know? She's kinda... she's kinda... Hang on, my phone finally... hang on. What it... what was that? My phone... my phone woke up, so I put it back to sleep, and now the TikTok is playing while it's asleep. I... <laughs> this phone it is the worst thing I've bought <laughs> ever! <laughs> It took it tw what was that twelve minutes to wake up and open an yeah. app. Anyway, so that's just gonna play for the rest of the episode, isn't it? <laughs> do, do you remember? Yeah. Did you guys ever see the uh, the guy that was being interviewed on CNN and his phone went off? So instead of like silencing it, he threw it across the room. <laughs> yeah, I think I did I'm see that clip. I'm there right now with my phone because I'm afraid it's in the <laughs> background while I'm talking. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh... She's kind of... Kind of a little bit cute. Between me and you guys. I mean, a little bit. Small, small, small touches. Oh, yeah, Luke doesn't know what she looks like. Oh, her. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen... Uh... Seen videos have been... Rec I've seen... Rec I've never actually heard any of her material. Okay, but like videos have been recommended to me, and I've just said nah. Yeah, I don't. I don't blame you. Sexist. <laughs> and yeah, probably like, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> I wear it on my badge like an honor of my sleeve. Wait, hang on. I go. Wait, no. <laughs> what? I wear it on my sleeve like a badge of honor is what I was oh trying gosh. to go with, but anyway. <laughs> so talk about jobs. What? What is the job that you guys would want least? We've already talked about suicide hotline operator. Do you guys have one? Mascot? Dude, mascot would be the most fun ever. I like, know it gets hot in the costume, but otherwise that would be... How could that not be fun? I mean, it depends on which team it's for. Because, like, I, I... You need so much energy to be a mascot. Like, I don't... I don't want to do that. I can sound well, excited, but I can't look but, excited. But it's the perfect job for introverts because you get to be in public without being yourself. <laughs> I would, I would have the permanent feeling of they can see me, they and now I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to get past that. Nah. Yeah, but they're looking at you, and you can see them looking at you, and I'm, no. <laughs> All right. I disagree. I think, I think I could do that one. Luke definitely could. Yeah, I've, I've technically done it before. Oh, true. <laughs> I, oh, I did. Uh, I I did a, a, la a couple of years ago. There, uh, a group that I did some summer theater work with did this like kind of drive-through Christmas meet and greet. Oh, that's not uh, what I was thinking about at all. I thought you were talking about Kennywood. That was different. Okay, or well, explain. That was more I've not heard this. Yeah. What well, is okay, this? Okay. Okay. So, so this Christmas drive-through thing—it was literally just this company was doing a like 
okay, people are still kind of being made to stay inside, so we're going to do a thing where kids can still come meet Santa Claus, but they don't have to, like, um... And no one has to be worried about, like, possible cross-infection or anything like that. Sure. So, it would so there were just a bunch of us dressed as different uh, characters, and at the end, like, we had a, uh, a Buddy the Elf, we had an Elsa from Frozen, and then there was a Santa Claus at the end. I was dressed as the Grinch. Oh, oh! And we were figure. all just we were all just handing out like candy and cookies through the window until they they got to Santa. It's all the kids, and uh-huh. literally, like I spent the whole day or most of the afternoon before I went, I was ready to go out, just watching all the uh, every Jim Carrey Grinch scene, just yeah. to like get in, get in character and kind of get his energy down. That's and apparently, I, apparently, I did a good job. That sounds cool. like the most fun. It was role. really fun. The well, only I, time, I, the only time I had a bad time of it was when one of the kids was genuinely scared of me. Yeah, that would be rough. Yeah, so, and at that point, at that point, I just like you got to slink away. Started act acting bashfully, like hiding, covering my face with my hands. I just quickly gave the mom like the cookies that I was handing out, and then just backed away and let them keep going all right so managerial position viewing this why is the grinch handing out cookies because it's end of it's not in character at all it's end (laughs) of movie it's it's after the heart grows three sizes and he has a horrible heart attack but that's not (laughs) the fun part of the movie well i still kind of acted like first part of movie grinch i was still throwing out like quips and yeah i mean and you're gonna have fun talking Yeah. Like, why, what, what, I'm not in charge of it. Uh, I'm thinking of this like from like the, the Disneyland like mentality perspective. Mm-hmm. Where like you have to be in character. The only time... Have you heard of the... The, uh, the, the Aladdin the, exception? Yeah, the Aladdin exception. I, I have... Um... Oh my I, gosh! I, I have something to add on t- to say about it. Uh, if you want to explain what it is, Scott, have you heard of it? I've well, I remember Bo Burnham talking about dressing up as Aladdin, but no, what is it? So the uh, the Aladdin exception. Um, correct me if I am wrong, but um, Aladdin during like is it is it during a fire? So basically, they they have in all Disney character rule books. They're basically, um, or is it a hostage no, situation? No, no, yeah, it's hostage situation. If the park comes okay. under attack and a person's life is in danger, no park character is allowed to physically harm a guest, regardless of whether or not, um, the, regardless of whether or not the person in question is trying to harm another person. Characters can't get involved unless it's Aladdin. <laughs> Yeah, oh, right. Aladdin, okay. Aladdin is the one character in the Disney lexicon that's allowed to kill somebody. This is what's <laughs> known as the Aladdin exception. Yeah. Well, because is it because he's the one that's actually allowed to? I don't know. He's he's allowed to steal from people. Yeah, send him the street. He's rat. also <laughs> yeah. He's also Riff yeah. Rat. That's the thing. He's he's also allowed to steal from guests. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've heard of this, which is yeah. crazy to think about. Um. How would you respond? How would you respond knowing that's all fake? What? V- violently? 
that's all fake. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to. My hands none are up. None, where, where are they going? None of that's all from like an one. iFunny not, post. They're gonna be going somewhere. <laughs> Take yeah, those words no, back. Those are all real. Nope. No, it's it. It's a fake book someone made up because like there's also <laughs> if you read if you read the oh, full gosh. post that goes over the rules Aladdin has to follow. Um, one of the ones is also Aladdin encourages slave labor. Yeah, well, he and, does. Like the owner and the ownership of other people. <laughs> it's a part of um, history. If we don't tell all of history, how will we carry on the lessons to, to the younger generation? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, I think we should I, bring I that all, part back. I was also uh, heartbroken when I found out that was that wasn't real. I, I refuse to believe it. I still think you're making that part up just to make me sad. I'm gonna have to call Scooby-Doo here in a few minutes. <laughs> uh, this is a weird after Christmas episode. This is the day after Christmas, December 26th. <laughs> yeah. Um, I probably had time to record yesterday, but, you know, whatever. Uh, we're not gonna record an episode on Christmas. Why not? Because there's so many other things to do, like pass out on my living room floor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, um yeah so are, are we done with this <laughs> worst job bit oh yeah oh. worst job yeah um, we were talking about worst jobs walmart probably yeah how was that luke <laughs> oh yeah okay well i had a unique somewhat unique experience so none of the reasons that i left walmart when i did work there had anything to do with the job itself uh-huh like if it had, if it had just been doing like the work and like getting stuff at it was annoying that the managers and everything could not get their stuff together and have the other shifts actually do anything so that my shift was always picking up their slack and like I think in the time like I worked I started working there our shift ended up picking up like three or four other responsibilities Oh. oh wow! Like in the time in the when I started, all we test, had to test. do was okay. scan in the inventory in the main grocery section, and sometimes the pet section. Pull everything out that needed restocked that day. Go out, stock those shelves, and then basically keep the the shelves in those main grocery areas, um, looking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was all we had to do. By the time I was done, by the time I finally left, we had to do that process in the grocery area, the freezer area, the cooler area, the pets area, the makeup and cosmetics area. The ball pit? (laughs) (laughs) We We had to scan in and pull off of shelves for all those departments, stock those departments... Then set up and help unload the incoming delivery trucks. My back hurts. <laughs> Listen yeah, to that's, this. Uh, that sounds pretty rough. And that was all. See, what added. was your shift? Six hours. My shift was four a.m. to one in the afternoon. Ew. Well, uh, I can't, I just can't do math. I refuse to do that. Somebody. Four. <laughs> so that's six. It should have been about an eight-hour day. Three, nine, seven, fourteen. Fourteen? <laughs> I'm Irish. 
Oh, okay. He's 14. 13. Um, so, but honestly, but again, like, the work itself, fine. I didn't really mind it. it we got in, we did it, we did a good job. Yeah. None of that was the reason I left. The reason I left was because my supervisor, uh-huh. the woman who, who ran our team, Janice, there are no non-four-letter words I can use to describe this woman. What about five-letter words? Horrible person, horrible leader. <laughs> well, you sound like you found a couple, Luke. <laughs> well, but it's because we're we're on a we're on a yeah nice podcast. Now, I remember if, if this was any upset. other kind of if this was any other kind of podcast, I'd I'd I'd, I'd list I'd be listing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember how upset you were at the time with her and I, oh, I yeah. felt so bad for you because I mean those those types of bosses are far too common unfortunately yeah uh, yeah. yeah I don't I don't Gabe do you remember uh, Travis at FedEx oh the guy I trained that wouldn't listen to me yeah she reminded me a bit of Travis yeah I, and well I mean she was worse I mean even she Travis was, was pretty she not was, great Travis <laughs> Travis sucked um, Travis was single-handedly the reason I never went in on any days off. Yeah, exactly. Um, because I, I did once and he gave me so much hard time yeah. while I was Why? doing it. I was like, you seriously are going to sit here in every morning meeting, beg people to come in on their days off, and this is how you treat them? Yeah. No. See, I remember... Wait, wait. Why, hang on. Why did he give you a hard time? I have no idea. Because he gives everybody he's a, a fr- hard time. Because he's a freaking well, narcissist who t- can't handle power. What did he say? It well, was basically a, like... So the belt that uh, I worked on at the time w- always got really, really busy very, very quickly. And every time we got, like, right at the our highest point, the managers, including him, would always come in and take people off of our belt. Yeah. Like, every day, without fail, they would take, like, half the people from our belt so that we ended up always having to cover. And he he came in at one point while I'm trying to load trucks and was like, why is this so backed up? What are you doing? And, <laughs> like... I wanted to freaking explode. Oh, it's his catchphrase on him. Oh my god! Mm. It also didn't. It also didn't help that this was like at the peak when, whenever, like the 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 mask stuff was starting to get in, yeah. put into effect, oh. and and all that. And he like he came in again while we're all backed up, and he starts interrogating everybody that's not wearing a mask. So to put uh, myself this in included. To put this in perspective for everybody at home, this is this job is like holding a twenty pound ball and doing forty yard dashes for six to seven hours. Yeah. That is the whole job. If you stop, you, yeah. you you have more weight to pull now. So the reason that we got so many people pulled off our belt might be my fault, like over the span <laughs> of seven months, because they put me as the anchor. And I was always on top of my trucks because I like my drivers. Mm-hmm. And so that would mean whoever is the guy upstream of me, that was the guy they always took to put on other belts. So that habit started there. So I shouldn't have worked as hard as I did. And then we would have had better profit like down the line mm-hmm. as workers. 
Because, like, I would go from just loading my... I, I started loading three trucks, and then they bumped me up to four. And then I started doing... Eight? And then Paul wow. might... Paul sometimes would go down, and he would take it off, so it would only be seven. Then they added in more trucks on the other side. So there yeah. was a few days where I'm loading 12 trucks whenever, you know, six months ago I was loading three. And then there's Travis over there. Why are we backed up? And he looks at the belt, and sometimes I'm the only one there. Like, this was before I got Luke to work there and help out a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why are we backed up? I don't know. Why don't you ask only me on this belt with with probably a couple thousand boxes that have to come down every hour? I, I couldn't imagine why this would have been backed up. But Travis, I don't... From the first day that we met, I knew it was, he was going to be an issue. Because they had me train him. I, I've never had a manager spot. I've never. He was. He was. Uh, Nikki came down the belt one day. She was, She's the coolest manager at FedEx. She was cool. I did. I do. I did like Nikki. I don't know if she still works there or not. Because I hope not. I was talking to uh, Anthony Froch. He streams on on Twitch. It's like Froch Gaming. I saw that. Oh, one of the cool. He's he's the only person, according to him, that still works there that I worked there with. Everybody, oh really? Paul got Paul left too. Everybody cycled out. I don't know if if he's huh. seen Paul. He said he hasn't seen Paul in seven months. Huh. Like, which is crazy because Paul's only reason to go to FedEx was to not be around his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I I he never said that, but I'm pretty sure that is why. Huh. But like, it's it's crazy. The turnover rate, like over the span of two years, was in the whole building, which is crazy. Except maybe mm -hmm. Jeff Butterworth himself, <laughs> which owns the building. Oh. Yeah. So the worst job, um <laughs> It might be FedEx, it sounds like. No, it's it wasn't that bad. I'd go back no, if the pay I was have, higher. I have my answer. Yes. Yeah. Uh my answer for worst job uh -huh. uh, would be uh Kanye's PR guy right now. <laughs> I I'm have convinced you, he doesn't you, do anything. I don't want to talk about Kanye. <laughs> no, but hang on. No, but hang on. Have you seen the images of the new merch line? No. How, do you, how did you find this before I do? I follow him on Twitter. I'm putting it on the. I'm putting it in the general. Is it? Is, is this the shopping bag line? No. Um. Uh, <laughs> huh. Um. That's interesting. Um. So how about that? That's so, that's pretty quirky. That's pretty wait, crazy. So that's supposed to say like ye twenty four. Uh huh. But they look eerily That's similar. Not, that isn't real. There's no. It's real. I don't believe. Was it all just a marketing stunt? Well, it worked. I'm buying one. <laughs> and so, I also think I'm also pretty sure uh, this one. Hang on, I'm putting another one in. Well, I'm hang pretty on. Sure... So what we're seeing here is. The the word this ye, is, whoops. and then twenty four that looks eerily similar to swastika. Yeah. Symbolism. Uh, oh, what the? What? So, so those those last two images are the are the are the signs me and my brother are putting out in our yard. Maybe if he if he calms down. But. <laughs> What's the heck? I, it's just, it's, I, what's the whole, like, I don't think Hitler was a bad guy, just a marketing ploy? It must have been. There's no way it wasn't. Every time Kanye does something controversial, he releases something to go along with it. Like, the whole drama between him and Skeet, Donda 2 came out. 
And now, now the Nazi thing, and now he has marketing campaigns around the swastika. What? So, Luke, is the the shirt, the white shirt, is that is that actually part of the merch line? I I've not. I can't find anything to indicate that it's not real. Well, I'm well, sure yeah, it's, it's real. Yeah, but like it doesn't say ye on it, so I, it might just be a swastika with the word peace underneath it. <laughs> and rainbow colors. <laughs> yeah. This isn't. This can't be real. Uh, this is a bit. There's no way. No. Okay. No. Sorry. That the rainbow one was from. It was some other clothing company was trying to quote unquote reclaim the swastika symbol. Good luck. Well, yeah, because I'm sure we all know it's a. It's not going to happen. Is a is a Buddhist symbol. Uh, yeah. Image flipped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, but do you know which way the swastika goes? Is it counterclockwise or clockwise? I, don't, I can't remember. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, Scott doesn't Scott doesn't know if he's declaring war or making peace. Whenever, whenever is there I, is there a point in your a swastika life? symbol? Hang yeah. on, go back. Yeah, like is there a point in your life that that's an actual like eh, whatever? We can move past this. <laughs> How many uh, episodes in a row have we talked about Kanye now? Is it four? Too many. I don't even. I'm sorry. Know. I only I think... wanted to bring it up so that I only wanted to bring it up so I could show that that merch because it this made is, me well, laugh so hard. This is the hard. first time in the last three episodes I haven't been the one to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Um. Yeah. No, I I just wanted to show that because I I thought it was too funny. So me and my brother have decided we're we're gonna be Kanye's marketing campaign managers. So uh, if you guys want oh, so like you, a sign, so you're for ta- your... you're you're taking the worst job. I mean, we're just we're just making signs, all right. So me and my brother, we've made signs. If you want to support Kanye and not have to put a swastika in your front yard, email me at <laughs> gabeatpodum.com. <laughs> and I'll hook you up with some like good designs, all right. But like, it's twenty twenty four. That's easy. That's like it writes itself. If he doesn't use that, <sighs> yeah. I'm so still... the sign says twenty, and then the. There's an E at the end of the... Yeah, 20E. 20E, as in Kanye. Whatever. Oh, that's why his company is called Ye. It's actually pronounced Ye. I don't care. Yeah, he's, yeah. Didn't he, he changed his name to Ye now, didn't he? Isn't that official? I thought it was Yeezus. <laughs> was it not? Or was that, his, was that an album? Probably. Anyway, so uh, this is the day after Christmas. What did you guys do for Christmas? <laughs> Gosh, what did we do? Uh, it was pretty quiet. We stayed home. Um, some family friends came over. They stayed till about four o'clock, and then, uh, well, we had we had lasagna. We didn't have ham. We didn't have to. We didn't have to have a family feud. Yeah. Uh, sans Steve Harvey. And then, uh... <laughs> that has to be one of the most referenced bits to the unreleased video. <laughs> um, and then, uh, what else did we do? Oh, uh, I think you guys know about this game, but I showed the the daughter of the family friends. I we I made her play Trombone Champ without any context. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw you you bought that and played it and you have like eight achievements out of the 30. I'm really good at it. 
<coughs> I'm not. You know, but I'm, oh, okay. I was going to say, if, if you're going to be good at one game, I believe it would be Trombone Champ. Because <laughs> that's one of those games that it's just fun to play, so you dedicate hours to it. Yeah. And I would have believed if you said you got 30 hours of the first week of owning it and got really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, but it's, 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 it's very funny. I made my parents play, which, if you know anything about my parents, that's, uh, that was yeah. a tall order to get them on a video game, but, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. And then, uh, they went home about four and then my grandparents came over and we ate again. And then made them mm. play trombone champ. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I could have put it upstairs, because my computer is downstairs. I Just might throw have... it. Well, I didn't believe in myself. Having enough. it turn on after you get it upstairs is another issue, but like... Right. <laughs> that's for future Scott. Yeah, future Scott. But what about you guys? Well, I played trombone champ. You um, did. To start the day. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> Say, Luke, do you want to go? You... Oh, <laughs> here, let's here. We'll rock paper scissors for it. If I win, I go. If you win, you go. All right, ready? Rock, uh, paper, rock paper scissors shoot. scissors shoot. I got rock. I got scissors. Yes, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the crowd cheer for me. <laughs> <laughs> that game is entirely based off of just honesty, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I woke up at four in the morning because I was excited. Um, me and my Still? brother went into sheets <laughs> to start the day. What the? <laughs> uh, we got two. Did you actually? Yeah, we went. We got two chicken quesadillas. Um, on Christmas? Yeah, Christmas morning, and um, huh. we came home. Best quesadillas I've had from that sheets ever. Um, it's the one not next to like the Walmart and everything. It's one, the one back past um, past Sam's Club. Um, it's on the road that Luke lives on, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. one. They oh, have... They, everything except their deep-fried food is amazing. The quesadillas were spot-on. So me and my brother came home, and we fired up a game called Blockland that I haven't played oh, yeah. since 2011. <laughs> Wait, so pause real quick. Is I assume Blockland is different than Cube World? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, immensely. So okay. block the, the two the two biggest feuds of like the mid two thousands was um, Minecraft and Terraria, and then Roblox and Blockland. And the fact that everyone knows one of those games and not the other one proves who won the fight. Who won? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but Blockland still holds the most hours out of any game I've played, so it holds a special spot. That spark. can't be Sp right. It is. It, it is very true. You're kidding. Blockland? So, Blockland, for those that none of you will know, um, is Legos Online, and there was so... It was such an open-source game that you could just go in and you could mod in whatever game modes you wanted if you know how to code. And then you could download anybody else's mods and play with those. They were called add-ons back then because nobody knew what a mod was. Because um, they added on to the game. They didn't modify the game. They added on. Add-on. It's a joke, like it. So we got on... <laughs> Um, there was this one guy that had a mining server. You just, you mine ores. It's Minecraft without the building. Um, it's been around since 2009. Um, so we got on, we were, we were living, reliving the glory days. Some guy named Zanny gets on and goes, Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's, that was my name since 2009. I, I claimed it first. Obi-Wan Kenobi, <laughs> I haven't seen you in 10 years. And I'm like, oh my gosh, 
who is this man? <laughs> why does he why does he supposedly remember me? And it turns out this is the guy that I was best friends with in middle school that we played maybe 40 hour weeks on this game back in 2000 like 10 2011 and we just spent like 3 hours catching up with each other and it was the coolest thing Holy that crap. I by just sheer there's 20 people online last night or I guess it was last night or two nights ago Christmas morning there was 20 people total on this game and it just so happened my best friend also wanted to play Christmas That's morning at 4 a.m. bizarre it was and so he, bizarre. I'm sure he doesn't play Blockland all the time anymore. <laughs> Apparently, he gets on like once or twice a week to like just hang out with friends. And I'm thinking that is that that's one of the saddest things I've heard. Please play a different <laughs> game. There's yeah. so many other options out there other than Legos Online that has an average of 60 people every day at peak. Gosh. But like the the game the game makers itself haven't touched the game in six seven years. So the only people still playing the game are people hosting their own servers and playing on each other's servers. It was really cool. But that's how we started our Christmas. Um, my brother goes to bed because he was tired. I stayed on and played with my my old buddy. I didn't recognize <laughs> him at first because like he changed his name in the game to be you know Zanny with an X at the beginning couldn't imagine what that's supposed to be but um yeah we just we just server hopped and talked to people and like he's like yeah yeah such and such person still plays the game I'm like no, there's no way he's like yeah he's online right now he's playing uh knife tdm or whatever it was and we went on that server we talked to him for a bit and it was just like a six hour like reunion with like my old like middle school friends on the internet that's wild dude and then seven eight o'clock came around um my parents and my sister went to church um after that, they went to my grandparents, where me and my brother met them. Um, my my younger sister, but the oldest out of the two sisters I have, she moved out. So this is like she, the first wait. time. Oh, 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 slow down. What, what happened? Cassandra moved out like three months ago, four months ago. And so how's that going? I don't know. I don't really talk to her all that much. But they've, she, she moved out with her boyfriend and her boyfriend's best friend down into uh, somewhere in Zilly. It's like north side of Zillianople. Um, Interesting. Yeah, they, a man and a woman living together out of wedlock scandal. They're figuring mm. it out. Um, I don't. I don't. It was only a few months they were together before they decided to move move in together. And I'm thinking that's that's great. I'd never even like plausibly think about th that'd be like if me and scott me 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 and you scott if we got a place and i was dating a girl for like weeks maybe months oh no i thought you were gonna say if you two were dating <laughs> no, so did I. no that's a little different <laughs> but like if i had a girlfriend of three months and she like wanted to move out of her parents place so we, i invited her to live with us in a two-bedroom apartment that's it's just so i don't i don't understand anyway so like that's that's her situation yeah that'd be a massive no <laughs> yeah like i i don't think i'd be okay with i don't know if you'd be okay like it's just no no this this is bro time. No That'd girls be, allowed. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what you're talking about. You two share a bed, and she gets the other room. <laughs> you say that like bunk beds don't exist. <laughs> Call top bunk, and I'm a bed wetter. Anyway, so <laughs> so this is the first time that I got oh, to see my sister in, my in a few dream. months. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going down the log jammer. <laughs> What's that? Anyway. Uh, so like, so like, this is the first time I've seen my sister in a while. She brings her boyfriend. We're at 
I don't know if my if my sister's boyfriend has ever met um, the owner of Lance's shotgun before, but <laughs> um, it was it was a good time. Like we hung out, we told stories. Uh, I beat my brother and my and my youngest sister Katrina in uh, billiards horribly. I'm a god at that game. <laughs> oh my gosh, I haven't played it since last Christmas, and I I we took it was three rotations and I won. It was crazy. Like it's just. I, I've never, I've never been in awe of my own talent except for last week. Like it was just, it was I, I slaughtered them. Like it was, it was like animals. Um, I was trying to make that a Star Wars reference, but I failed. I know <laughs> a little bit. You understand? You understand where I was going? Anyway, so we, we ate, we, we did what? We opened presents. Um, I really don't know how my sister managed it because she started the day Tyler's parents' house, which is her boyfriend's name. Uh-huh. She went to her grandparents' house. She followed that up with Tyler's grandparents' house and then ended the day at our house. That's what I know of. Um, she might have gone somewhere after that, but it, I, that's a lot of running around. That's a lot of running. That's, that's four. Running. That's four Christmases almost. That's too many. That is four Christmases. That's just, it's crazy. It's like, you, there's only so many, it's like three hours at each place, and then you just move on to the next one and do it yeah. again. That's too some, much food. Because you have to, yeah. like, you feel obligated to eat at each place. Exactly. I felt so bad. My grandma made so much food, and I... <sighs> I felt really... Cause she, she pointed attention to, like, she makes she makes vegetable pizza, because I really like vegetable pizza. Uh-huh. Um, at least the way she prepares it. Um, and I got so much food, and it was at the end of the line. Meanwhile, my plate was, like, full, like, towering. <laughs> and I'm, just, I'm looking at it, like, she makes it specifically for, like, me and maybe Cassandra. Aww. And I'm just looking at it like, I have to take a piece. But I am already only eating half of this plate. And so I, I, I did to it. Do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. It was, it was exactly <laughs> that. It was exactly that. So I didn't touch it because I knew I wasn't even eating what I already had. And so like we got done opening presents and my grandma realized nobody ate any vegetable pizza. And she brought Aww. attention. I felt so bad. But I didn't... Wait. The biggest surprise for me is that you put things on your plate that you don't finish. All right, so my grandpa made. Um, it do, I, you know what? I, I think... don't care. I don't care what was prepared. I always finish <laughs> whatever I put on my plate. There and were... there's never room on my plate. It's always full. There were 15 dishes made. I don't my, care. My my grandpa made. Um, uh, he prepared venison. He got, he got, he had deer steaks out there. He had, um, I don't know what they're, what they're considered. They're just like smaller, smaller steaks. It's a different part of the deer. Okay. It's, it's not where you cut the steak from, but he had, he had like four or five different ways of like preparing deer meat. Um, there was chicken, there was ham. So like by the time I got through all of that, my, my plate was already th- a third of the way full. And then I got into like, my grandma makes like a chicken, a um, it's like a, it's think a pierogi but with chicken in the middle of it. I don't I don't know what it's called. Okay, it sounds good. Um, but there was that, so I got some of that. And then there's there's, there's deviled eggs, mac and cheese. Uh, there's so much. There's too much food. It's way too much food. Mm. And then there's vegetable <laughs> pizza at the end of it. And I'm like, yeah. So we finished there. We go back. We came back home. Um. Uh, I passed out on the living room floor <laughs> from all the food <laughs> from all of the food and then being up since four in the morning 
Um, so I slept through what was told to be two football games while Cassandra was at um, her boyfriend's grandparents' house. And then whenever they arrived there, I woke up. I, I got up onto the couch. I fell asleep again while we watched <laughs> Charlie Brown's Christmas, which is like a half an hour nap. It wasn't much. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then we opened up presents, and then I fell asleep again <laughs> onto the floor next oh, to my stuff. So, like, most of yesterday is a blur outside of what I said. <laughs> and eating. And eating, yeah. Talk about billiards. One of the my family's reunions. I remember we were playing pool, and we were, like, only, like, half into it. And we're exploring the room, and we found pool noodles. Oh. And uh, ended up scotch-taping the pool noodles perpendicular to our face (laughs) and using them as uh, billiard sticks and playing pool (laughs) that way. Huh. I thought you were going to go a different direction with that. Because, like, you know how Nerf swords have, like, the plastic interior and the foam exterior? Yeah. Wouldn't it? You could just like slide in the pool stick, and then you got a Nerf sword. Yeah, yeah well, that, I mean, that's where I thought you guys were. You guys were going. This with was it. like a few years ago. We were too old for <laughs> no <laughs> for Nerf. Don't don't you dare finish that sentence. Okay, <laughs> it's You're Nerf never. or nothing. Yesterday. Oh yeah, I forgot. You guys shoot each other on Christmas. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite pastime. I have. I took videos this year of doing it. So. One of my cousins, Dara, came back for the first time in, like, three years to celebrate Christmas with us because she's been at college in, like, Buffalo. What? What's her name? Dara. Huh. Um, so, she has the same birthday as you. Crazy. What's so, my birthday? I don't know. I just know that that's a fact. Right. <laughs> Is it April 14th? No, that's... I think it's Brandon's. Is it? Is no, that that's, yours? That's Dara's. That's Dara's birthday. Okay. So, what's yours, then? April 14th. <laughs> <laughs> okay, How old so is she? Same age as you. Is she single? I don't know. That's a great question. <laughs> anyway, I know last year she wasn't, but you know. Um, so she came back, and for some reason, she was the target of the nerf battle this year. Um, Fair. Because I have two younger siblings, or no, I have two younger cousins that are like four and five. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my mom got them Nerf guns for Christmas. So they had they had that with <laughs> immense amounts of ammunition. And uh, there was one target on their list this year. <laughs> <laughs> and then that turned into, let's get our other Nerf guns out. And then, like, the guns got passed around, and uh, Daryl was on the receiving end of a lot of it. And, uh, yeah. You know what? Good for her. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she dealt with it <laughs> yeah that, that's all you can do really they, it's not like they hurt that bad I mean there was no. alright so last annoying. last year I didn't know this until like last night whenever we were talking about all the other nerf battles we've had my mom got shot in the eye <sighs> last Thanksgiving not this like previous Thanksgiving but like the 2021 Thanksgiving and so did my aunt Crystal and both of them said out of that one eye there was a ring around their vision for months after that. <laughs> oh no! And I don't know quite, because I got shot in the eye as well, same as them, but I didn't have any like repercussions to it. 
So, uh, moral of the story, suck it up, be a man. <laughs> Ladies? <laughs> yeah, so that was my, that was my Christmas. I, I passed out after I got home from Grandma's. Alright, well that's- I, I didn't have anything to so drink. jolly of you. Right? But yeah. So, Luke? How was Uncle Mark? Uh, Our good. favorite uncle. Yeah, they're both they're both doing very well. Let's go. Yeah, they they came down. Uh, they came down. What's today? Today's Monday. So yeah, yes. they. Yeah. What? Oh, like late last um, week. Sorry. Um. They get they came down. They were here Friday. And then they left this morning. Okay. Oh, okay. So they were here that whole that whole weekend. Christmas, it was very it was just a they they uh we we had breakfast here kind of a little more independently than than normal. Mm-hmm. Um they they came about ten, ten thirty. We all did we all did presents with each other, then Ate, ate lunch, ham, uh, potatoes, yeah. uh, that kind of thing. It was, it was not a huge affair, but there, there was only you know seven of us, so yeah, it wasn't really a thing. We had a brief video call with my uncle at one point in the evening, and the rest of us uh, just dad watched football and we all played board games. Sweet. Okay. Sounds like a nice day. It was it was it was it was a nice day. Now, where did you did you get anything exciting? Depression. <laughs> like Shakespeare. I gotta go call Scooby. I'll be back. <laughs> rump, rump. Um, <laughs> I got. I don't know if I I. Exciting is the word. I got some, uh, nice some very nice made stuff my mom mariah made me this little uh i don't even know what material it's made out of but it's a little little mini statuette of it's it's the tardis sitting on a little hill and the greatest showman's coat and hat are laying on the ground outside of it Ooh, that's cool yeah that's it's really nice it's is little, it like a cloth nice... material no it's like a it, it almost feels glass interesting I'm, I genuinely hmm. am not sure like what it's actually made of. It might be a resin type of thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, hmm. wait. Have, do you see Mariah very often? Uh, no, not really. Oh, well, I didn't get a gift. <laughs> yeah. What? What the heck? <laughs> we shared one back of Scott's car car ride like <laughs> one time. Like I guess that means nothing to her. That that wasn't her. <laughs> What? I don't think I don't think my uncle was with her when we were living when we stayed down there. Oh, this is an Angela. Right, oh, I'm thinking about for some, I'm thinking of a different Crossway. Mariah entirely. Yeah, yeah I'm Gabe and Scott. I were thinking about the same Mariah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is this my I, my my my, I like the my other uncle's lady. my uncle's fiance. Whatever her name was. <laughs> I forgot your. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. But yes, you're, it makes sense that you were talking yeah. about your aunt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just thought there was like some unwritten like romance going on, and we were finding out this way. But no, all right, <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Okay, so your aunt got you 
Okay. Well, made me. Made oh. Yeah, she I, made it. That's crazy. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Your your uncle Mark just keeps getting better. He like he's got a super awesome wife now. <laughs> His name's Mark. His name's Mark. <laughs> that's all we know. She <laughs> <laughs> gave us Mountain Dew. What do you mean that's all we know? All I know is he's my favorite uncle, except that he's my he's, favorite. He's definitely my top two. He's he's top one for me. Right next to Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, jumping off your head. Shia LaBeouf. I've learned that if you just say something long enough, and uh, it's only it's just barely rememberable, people will start to believe it. That's what um, Hitler said. Not only that. But I've been saying for the last six years I should have taken Selena Gomez to the prom when I had the chance, and some people started to believe it this year. Can you give me some background? Um, well, I've just been saying that for the past six years, and so About like who? now it's just like a fact, like just people in Discord. And so like <laughs> people, I'm realizing that people can now listen to the podcast and realize that it's only true. It's all it's entirely true. Um. But like now, now it's almost an introduction to who I am. Because um, there was some new guy that that joined joined the voice chat last night. Um, they picked up some new game. It's like it's like a medieval game. You go in with with a loadout. If you die, you lose the loadout. Whatever you loot and live, you get to keep. Kind of thing. It's like dark and darker or something like that. But so they picked up a new friend that he joins the voice chat and they had to introduce who I was and that's what they used to, to do it. And he's like, oh, that's cool. And no. I'm like, <laughs> and like, he's like, oh, did you go to the same high school? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two, two huge lies. He's like, I've never been to a high school <laughs> outside of receiving my GED. <laughs> my goodness. And so like now I'm just the Selena Gomez guy. Like and they're not, <laughs> the they're almost not Justin Bieber for a week. Like, he just believed it off the cuff. Like, he didn't even ask a question. Like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. Like, he didn't ask for the name of the high school. Like, he didn't, like, fact-check me at all. He just believed it. Well, wait, your your buddies aren't doing a bit or anything? No, they are. They're in on the bit. Oh, they it's, are. It's been six years since I've told them this, and every new person that joins the Discord, that's what I tell them. Like, one of the first things, like, oh, get to know me. <laughs> oh, okay. Um... So they, they just beat me to it this time. <laughs> and because I wasn't the one to say it, he believed it. I'm really, I'm about that. Your buddy's really got your back. Yeah. So do you guys do you guys do white elephant gifts? I did my first white elephant gift this year. It's weird. I, I, I don't, how would I even get my hands on a white elephant? That's what I said the first time. Like actual Lots like. Lots of paint. Yeah. I'm like I don't understand how everyone has these white elephant gift exchanges, and I've never even seen a white elephant. <laughs> Come on, guys. What? We're better than this. <laughs> All right, so I, I was 14. We are comedians, time. sir. <laughs> I'm achieving what is known as comedy. All right. You're welcome. I'm doing it exponentially. So what was it Laugh! like? What, what did what did just what did what did, what did you bring and what you get? Spam. And and what'd you get? <laughs> spam. Nobody wanted it. Everybody, everybody brought spam. No, <laughs> I brought spam, and then nobody wanted mine. So, so I took it home, and then, well, after I ate it with a fork, cold in front of them, <laughs> to prove a point. <laughs> Never breaking eye contact, just staring them all down. That's basically what happened. Yes. That guy got a lobster. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> It's, it's actually not too bad. 
Spam or like white elephant gifts? Spam? Yeah, well... Have you tried it with chocolate? I haven't tried it to begin with. No? <laughs> no. Yeah, well that was my first time too, with the chocolate. <laughs> Were you on the way to the party? Whenever you decided, like, I need to get, get a gift. <laughs> Alright, so it's uh, the, the group I'm in at church. They, uh... <laughs> we... The, 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 we were supposed to bring a snack and spam came up and the ladies there absolutely protested that they oh. would ever try something so vile. And of course the guys were like, well, now we have to get spam. <laughs> yeah. No, you, gotta so, prove, uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, uh, the only, I, I can't think of better vocabulary. You gotta encourage the bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We gotta, you gotta let the, the bit bloom and grow. Yeah. How else are you going to live, laugh and love? You're not. So, yeah. um, call me, uh, call me ignorant, but, um, uh-huh. uh, for the sake of argument, let's assume I don't know what a white elephant thing this is. Alright, don't, yeah. don't, don't feel try- too bad, because I've never, I didn't know. I'm trying to figure it out through, I'm just trying to figure it out through context. I'm trying to figure it out through context, and I can't do it. See, the reason I brought it up is so I can figure out what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, a white elephant gift exchange is when you... A group sets a price cap. You can't spend more than that. You have, and you you spend that much on a gift that, you know, it's kind of useful or funny or whatever. You're supposed to. It's it's not supposed to be too serious. And then you wrap them, put them in a pile, and then you, uh, the first person in the circle takes a gift, and uh, they open it, and then if they want to keep it well okay so the first person keeps it then second person takes a gift they open that one and then they have the opportunity to either keep that one or steal the first gift and that that holds true the whole way around until uh every gift is either kept or stolen three times does that make sense this sounds horrible uh what well. This sounds like Christmas <laughs> Battle Royale. It is a little bit. I don't know, kinda. Yeah, I, I don't know if I said that right. You can't steal a gift more than three times. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure it's like Uno, where everyone has their different house rules and. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Ah, oh, whatever else. But anyway, I brought spam because I knew it would get a little yeah. giggle. Got to commit to the bit. Yeah, committed to the bit. And also, chocolate-covered spam is not that bad. <laughs> chocolate-covered anything is okay. Yeah. At, like, minimum. Like chocolate-covered choc- ham? I would try it. I would try it. I don't hate ham as much as I, I previously I'm have. I'm feeling stretched, like chocolate pudding scraped across too, too much, much ham. <laughs> Veggie tails. Yeah. Uh, anyway... Yeah, See, I so, yes, I have done a white elephant gift exchange. I have too, and I don't remember anything about it. What was, it was the context? Well, like, we were just, it was like a youth group party, Christmas party. Oh, okay. That was the year that people almost lost their knuckles at air hockey. <clears throat> oh? That was the most aggressive air hockey I've ever watched. Because <laughs> the, the puck wasn't flat. Like, it was slightly warped from how hard they were hitting it. And oh. so it would come off the table a lot. I guess it would. And, uh, yeah. Was, some people almost lost fingers. Like, the, ever, like the two people in the champion... Because we just did, like, a double elimination bracket. 
And uh, two people in the championship, the next day at church, had, like, bruised knuckles. <laughs> and it looked like they were beating each other. Um, and so, like, you know, everyone was asking questions, like, what were you guys doing last night? <laughs> oh, we had a Christmas party. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, looking like they got disciplined uh, by a school marm. Somebody got hit in the eye with the puck. They had a black eye. Like, <laughs> we oh looked like God. one of the toughest youth groups ever because of that. <laughs> yeah, like, you Baptists are really aggressive. Because, <laughs> like, the way we sat in church was the girls had the very front row of the section like the front pew and then the guys had like the the section to the right and a pew back so like we all sat collectively close to each other mm -hmm. and um the pastor got up on stage and like looked across and like had a look of concern because he didn't he wasn't aware of any of this like you, you, his kids were fine at the party because they didn't play air hockey <laughs> but like we had a white white gift exchange or white elephant gift exchange i don't remember a whole lot about it other than somebody <laughs> brought a box that it was a router box from Armstrong and uh, nobody was allowed uh -huh. to open it until uh, the final the, the person that was gonna go home with it had it in their hands oh okay mystery box and so it was me and uh, it, it was six cans of monster and I don't drink well, monster oh. why not cuz I don't I just it's too much like it's too much everything, and it's, I don't like the flavor of like the original Monster. Says the man who drinks a two liter of Mountain Dew regularly. All right, so that's the third can I've finished this episode. So I I cannot argue with you <laughs> on that front. Um, but yeah, Monster Energy. Put it in your body and ask questions later. It gives you wings, or maybe it doesn't. What does Monster do? Makes your cardiac name arrest. Yeah. <laughs> anyway so now what Gabe it's a great question which one do you want me to talk about first I, I think do what your heart tells you alright so the story of Eugene Flucky <laughs> he was uh, I don't I don't remember. I think he was just a commander. So he served in the U.S. Mil or uh, the U.S. Navy. He captained the ship, the USS Barb, which is the only submarine that has a has accredited kill on a train, or accredited <laughs> sink on a train. All right. I found out about this story over the last weekend. It's the most enticing like piece of military history I've ever heard, and I don't understand why they didn't include it in school, because it's 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 crazy. So like. So, uh, so to put this into like context, commanders of submarines are only allowed to like serve three world tours, you know, on their submarine, because the United States Navy holds the opinion that after three tours, either you become too conservative, or you become too reckless as a, as like a captain. Okay. But then, what does that what does that mean? You go in, you serve three tours, all of a sudden you come out voting for Trump and Kanye. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> how I, that means, or that's how I felt. Well, like conservative in a fight, like you don't push out as much, you don't want to, you know. Get no, no, shot. no, I. No, yeah, no, no, I, 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 I choose to bit. believe. After the third, after the third year, I choose to believe that they their their only combat strategy is build the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare for the siege. But com <laughs> command Commander Eugene Flucky came along and broke the mold. Um, he was he is to this day. Credited. He was already a conservative. Yeah, he was already a <laughs> he already voted for Kanye back in 1942. This is in World War II, 
Um, he's still credited as the most successful U.S. submarine commander of all time. Um, so during his last, his third tour, uh, he said, instead of, like, sitting back and, like, waiting for, like, the opponent to move into, like, their range or their territory that they're just kind of monitoring, um, he said, whatever, we're going ham. He's, he, he put, he put it into four-wheel drive, and he said, we're, I'm gonna sneak <laughs> this puppy right through a minefield into the enemy harbor and sink somewhere in the ballpark of, like, 30 ships. <laughs> So he just, like, meanders his way through, like, slowly but surely through this minefield. You know the minefield from Nemo? Uh-huh. That's, yeah. that's, he, 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 he managed his way through that, driving this, like, this, this tin can. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what, like, a good egg, he, he drove the egg through it. The submarine. Yeah, the submarine. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of something, whatever. So, Wait, like, he, so he, okay. What, what, you have something? Well, I was just gonna ask. He put the submarine into four-wheel drive. He just pu- he just pushed the throttle. He, he went. He did the thing. He, he made it through the minefield fine. He went into the harbor. <laughs> Give me he, all the seahorse power. And like he he <laughs> nice. set the navy record for most tonnage sunk in a day. Wow. He he set a couple other records. I don't remember what they were. Were but he just he does that and then he leaves. He goes back to shore <laughs> to meet the president, FDR, at the time, for him to say, I'm a huge fan. I've been following your, your achievements for the last, whatever, two tours, and I gotta say I'm impressed with you. And, like, he receives his Medal of Honor, and uh, so then after that, he's like, alright, I'm gonna settle down. So he settles down in uh, the Grand Admiral's office and says, hear me out. Tour four. I'm gonna go out again. <laughs> oh. Nobody told him No. He got the same submarine, same crew, same loadout, everything. He's back on his ship. The boys are getting hyped up. And so he goes back to the Grand Admiral and he's like, all right, so hear me out. I want rocket launchers on it. Multiple. More than one. I want multiple rocket launchers on my submarine. And nobody told him no. So here's my goodness. <laughs> Who is this guy? The Commander Eugene Flocky went back out on a fourth tour. Oh, I think he's the only person still to this day that's done this. Um, so he goes back to over to enemy infrastructure. He just starts wrecking infrastructure. He's he's miss rocket launching like factories, train tracks, roads, bridges. He's hitting everything and anything in his path. <laughs> and so like there's there's one point in the in this fourth tour that he's just sitting in a harbor and anytime they put a boat in the water, it sank. He's spawn camping the enemy <laughs> in World War II. So, My man. So this man, after like doing this for like a month or two, he decides, all right, this is getting boring. There's no challenge to this. <laughs> he goes along the coastline and finds where the trains are coming from. And he sets up like where the trains get closest to the water. He says, all right, I got an idea. See those trains as they come in and out every day? Let's sink those too. Why not? <laughs> it's so the on he gets a hold of the onboard electrician, hands him a scuttling charge. The, the electrician puts a pressure switch on it. The electrician goes out with five other guys into this little survival raft at, in the middle of night, row their way to the shoreline, dig a hole underneath the tracks, put the scuttling... A scuttling charge is a 65-pound bomb. It, they put it under the tracks. <laughs> uh, while they're rowing back to the boat, a train comes. 
and the, the charge goes off. The train goes 200, 300 feet in the air over, <laughs> over the raft, over the submarine, into the ocean. It's like the freaking Free Willy scene. It's the Free <laughs> Willy scene with a train. And to this day, the USS Barb is the only submarine credited with sinking a train. Crazy. This is wild. How have I never heard how, of this guy? Right? How is this how is this man not a Sabaton song? It's yeah, exactly. so cool. Or a movie or something. I'll oh. write it. <laughs> so so like whenever they were getting everyone on the rep, Commander Flucky insisted more he was ready to get into a fist fight with the rest of his crew. He wanted to be the guy to put the charge under the tracks. So like his first officer had to say, We're calling FDR the president if you if you step foot in that raft and that it had to be that extreme for him not to go out and do that <laughs> but that, so, that, is my, that is my favorite story that is spectacular i'm looking on wikipedia and it looks like he was did you say that he was fighting germany or japan 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 okay yeah, those six people that went on to that shoreline are the only U.S. men to set foot in Japan under declaration of war. So those oh. six men were our boarding party. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they won. <laughs> I would say so. That's... I've never heard of this guy before. That's... That's awesome. Say, the, one of the reasons that uh, his tours were so successful... Um, he wasn't allowed, this is definitely not allowed by any metric, even, like, back then. So, like, on the way to, like, their destination to, like, shoot stuff, um, during World War II, torpedoes had, like, a 50-50 chance to go off if you hit, hit the other boat. So, he had his crew take apart the torpedoes and put hair triggers on the ignition caps. Oh. And then put them back together while submerged in the ocean. Uh, and that's why he had so many kills on their three tours. Like it <laughs> So well, oh if it's a hair goodness. trigger, then that means it's it's probably any, endangering their sub too, right? Any contact on the tip of that tip exactly. of torpedo, it makes it go off. But another thing Commander Flucky never had any soldier serve under him with a purple heart. Okay, he was so the safest, safe. safest commander in like Navy history. The most successful, like if you don't know what a Purple Heart is for like anybody that like listens in Europe, uh, you receive a Purple Heart whenever you're in the line of duty and you get hurt or killed by a uh, by an Not enemy. Killed. Yeah. Not killed. Are you sure? What do you get when when when? I think it's just being wounded, right? It might just be wounded. I mean, if you get killed, I guess it doesn't really matter. Right. There's no there's no body to pin it to. Yeah. So if you get hurt in the line of duty, you get a purple heart. Um, I don't remember if it has to be inflicted by the enemy or not. But either way, he, he, he uh, didn't have anybody in his service that had a purple heart or an injury during, like, his four tours. And uh, that's why this man's my hero. Interesting. <laughs> and that's the story of Commander Eugene B. Flucky. <laughs> <laughs> he went to an academy in Pennsylvania, according to Wiki. We only try. We only train um, the best. <laughs> How's uh, that look? 
The Purple Heart can be awarded posthumously. Oh, I can. Okay. The Purple Heart Medal is awarded to members of the armed forces who are wounded by an instrument of war in the hands of the enemy and posthumously to the next of kin in the name of those who are killed in action or die of wounds received in action. Gotcha. So yeah, you can... Okay. You can get the Purple Heart for death. You know who... This this kind of... I, I think it just reminds me of because it's like awesome people who fought in history that you don't learn about in, in school, which is criminal. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of uh, Fighting Jack Churchill? No. It rings maybe. a bell, but I don't remember maybe. the story. So... John Malcolm Thorpe Fleming Churchill was a British Army officer who fought in the Second World War and is the only soldier in history to have confirmed kills with a longbow and a broadsword. Yeah, I love this guy! (laughs) He He was known for the motto, any officer who goes into action without his sword is improperly dressed. That's absurd. <laughs> this man is one of the most hardcore ma- uh, like soldiers cosplay to have ever. He also went in he also went into battle with bagpipes. Yep. <laughs> well, this man was a morale anyway. boost. <laughs> My goodness. Uh I thought you were going to bring up the story of the guy that has um is it the Iron Cross from Germany? That's like their medal of honor. Well, who is it? I'm not there, sure who, who... There's a guy that has both the Medal of Honor and an Iron Cross. Oh. Uh... He he faked being a spy for, for, for Germany and secretly gathered intel on America, but he was so good at faking it that some of it was right, some of it was wrong, and because of how close he was and how good he was at lying, Germany still believed till the end of the war that he was one of their spies. Mm-hmm. And he got an so iron cross like, for it. So he was a triple agent? Kind of. Well, like, the, the America would put out, like, decoy ships and then have him report that there's American forces at that location, and then they would go and sink whatever it was. And then we wouldn't have any casualties, but Germany sees, like, oh, we just sank four battleships thanks to our spy. So, like, hmm. yeah. That's what's interesting about the Second World War. There was a lot of uh, espionage <laughs> in that one. And oh, yeah. um, my professor um, had the opportunity to go to the VA and interview people, uh, or, you know, World War II people who were involved. And um, she uh, she got placed at a table with a woman. And at first she's like, man, I mean, because, <laughs> you know, women whoever she is she probably didn't throw a grenade into a foxhole so oh, she's probably not, not. Sh- she's not sure what her stories are gonna be like but, but like if but when she... she sat down and she started talking to her she found out that she was a spy for america and did all these insane things like always <laughs> under threat of being found out and killed brutally yeah and so she yeah, anyway, my professor was very happy she decided to sit with her. Say, so I was going to say, either she's if she was a spy, like, there's a lot of stories there, or if, like, they work the medic field, like, that's got to be one of the most grueling, grueling tasks I have, but you also have... I, I'd be interested to hear, like, the medic stories of war. 
like what it was like prior to the fighting during the fighting after the fighting yeah because it has to be one of the most traumatizing things but at the same time exactly like you hear the stories of all the soldiers that got to come home you got to hear all the stories of the people like in the base during it all like what were you complaining about at the time stuff like that right right what was the food like i'm sure they were just mres but even still i don't think they had mres on camp well they didn't have mres during world war ii yeah not in vietnam either they had canned stuff yeah it's probably just a lot of beans lots of beans going off of what the united kingdom breakfast is today (laughs) beans and tomatoes like i it's probably what it was back then (laughs) is that actually a dish yeah it's, it's have you not seen what they eat for breakfast it's crazy apparently not because we have we have the eggs the bacon like the the toast sometimes french toast like those yeah. are all like great food items i don't uh-huh. like the bacon particularly but it's better than eating a tomato for breakfast yeah I, i'm not a super big fan of tomatoes outside of like the application of like burgers not super into it yeah if they're not an accessory they're not worth it in my opinion that's just that's where i stand <laughs> Yeah, their their breakfast is strangely like just World War II. Like I don't, <laughs> they haven't updated the menu yet. Yeah, it might have been because of the Queen. We might have a turn. I don't know. Gabe, come on. What? All right. So like the Queen, like you, she she was a fine woman. Like I, I don't have any ill will. I mean, where is this going, Gabriel? She's not my queen. Hashtag. <laughs> but everybody she's, she's, knows that she was uptight with like the super specific were British rules. So I mean, yeah, that might have been part of. I don't know. Maybe culture will will shift over there now. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Jay Schlack killed the Queen. Hey, what? What? Okay. Well, anyway. Um... <laughs> There's Let's been two see. people that have had to come out on a PSA say, I have not killed the queen. He's one <laughs> of them. <laughs> okay. He predicted the month three years prior. He was in England when it happened. In 14 hours, like, prior to the queen dying, he said, just left England, great country. Like, it's very specific. <laughs> I know, yeah. He, I think, did you say this on the podcast? I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. It's probably the episode after the queen died. I'm just I'm just throwing out like an idea. I don't know if that's true or not. We don't have Alvin at fact check us live on the air. True. Anyway. Now what? Um well, I had this other topic idea. What's that, Gabe? So let me put you in a scenario. I'm listening. You you um You're sitting down at your desk one day. Yeah. And uh Feeling a little thirsty, feeling a little hungry. And in mm-hmm. front of you is a plate with beans on it. I don't understand why they eat beans for breakfast. That's like not even. I I don't understand. So so you have wine or cheese? Pick one. <laughs> um, oh good. Let's start me out with beans on an empty stomach. Give me a cup of black coffee at the beginning of the day. Item. Walk me around England all day. Get me all nice and churned up. It doesn't and make then any sit me, sense. And then sit me in a small little taxi cab and see what happens. 
I mean, just what spin happened? it on merry-go-round for two hours after eating a pizza, and let's just get the same result. Like, I don't... So would you pick the wine or the cheese? Uh, I'm feeling pretty hungry at the moment, so, uh, cheese. Alright, so you pick up the cheese. You know, you have a little nibble on it, you know, satisfy the hunger. You don't want to eat the mm. beans in front of you. Who, eat, who eats beans <laughs> for breakfast? So, so, uh, you get a call over the intercom. Doom, doom. Scott coming. Click. You're like, oh, that must be for me. <laughs> what? Am I am I in an office complex or what? what yeah, a... yeah. You're sitting in like your cubicle. Oh, you know, it's early in the morning. Workday really hasn't started yet. I'm surprised you know. my boss let me bring alcohol in, but uh, it's anyway. it's 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 Friday. All right, it's Friday. Loose okay. loose rules. Casual right. Friday. Right. You, you gotta get down on, on Friday. Yeah. Was that Luke? And you gotta <laughs> get down on Friday. You yeah. gotta pregame Christmas at some time. Deal with the relatives. Anyway. Everybody's waiting for everybody's waiting for the weekend. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> wanting to rule the world. So um Um alright, so I get up or go to go to my my, my, my boss, you see. Yeah. <laughs> you see. Alright. <laughs> Ah uh, yes, hmm, your boss. I of course. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you walk in. You walk into the office, um, and you notice he's not there. Um, it's an empty office, you know. Uh, red leather chair, little, little gold-plated nameplate. It says Mr. Stevenson. Um, you know, mahogany desk. He's got like bookshelves lining the wall. Um, all, the only book on the, sh there's like 50, 60 books in each, like each bookshelf. Mm -hmm. All of them are to the trade. All of them. <laughs> I mean, are Wait, the isn't deal? it art of the deal? Art of the deal. Yeah. Okay. By, by Donald J. Trump. Yep. Yeah. Um, what would you like to do in this empty office? Uh, well, I say, uh, Mr. Stevenson, Mr. Stevenson, did you call me? There's no reply. Hello? Scott. If you went what? into your boss's office and he's just not there, is this well, what I you don't, would do? How extensive is the office? Is there nook and crannies that I can't see? Or is it just one square room? It's just a square room. Oh. There's like a water dispenser back there. Let's, All right, let's so there's because he's obviously a, not in there. There's a single nook, not even one cranny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I leave then. One nook and his first name's Tom. I got a different All direction right. for this story. <laughs> so, so you leave. Uh, you, you go where? Back to my desk. You go back to your your desk and go back to work. You eat the rest of your cheese. Well, okay. <laughs> all right, so you go back to your desk. Uh, first, all right, you just criticized me for not being realistic enough, and now I'm being realistic. Well, like, would you? I, and so you're giving like, me crap again. What I would do is I'd go look for the boss. Because, <laughs> like, if you go back to your desk now, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> so you go back to your desk. Um, you sit down, nibble on your cheese a little bit, a little, little bit. Um. You know, like, is what kind of, what movie is? Is it Office Space? Oh my gosh, I didn't mean I, I, this wasn't supposed to be like an Office Space bit, but like, <laughs> you know, like in Office Space, you have you have the cubicles with like the two desks, 
like your your cubicle buddies. Um, sure, never seen that, but sure. Really? Yeah. The only thing I know about Office Space is from the last one or two reference. Give me my stapler. <laughs> right. So, so you sit down at your desk. You, you know, you nibble on your cheese a little bit. Um, so, what do you do in this 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 company, per se? Uh, I'm a salesman. Oh, what do you sell? The product that the company sells. <laughs> oh, okay. Tell me a little bit about the product. So we sell, um, we sell, you know, those, uh, those things that pull out st- staples, those little, those little guys, the staple removers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> staple removers. Yeah. We, we sell s- staple removers and I, uh, I work in the spring department, but I, I I'm a salesman for like, I don't year. think, do they have springs? Yes. Or are you talking about the season? No, Gabe, there's springs and staple are removers you sure? because they're always open. Staple remover, not spring remover. Staple remover. Did you see that staples like unbent to the L? <laughs> no. Yeah, they changed their look. I don't. Th- I guess they do have like a coil inside of it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I sell. Alright, I'm changing it a little bit. I sell... <laughs> I work at a company that sells the springs to staple remover companies. Oh my gosh. Alright, so that might... No, I think it'll be funny. You're in like a 200 person, like, office building <laughs> for this one specific thing. <laughs> and so, like, your boss comes by like, Hey buddy, uh, did you did you not hear the announcement? Oh, hey, boss. Yeah, you weren't in your office, so I didn't, uh... Yeah. I didn't know where to find you. About that. Um, did you even, like, leave your desk? I did. Hmm. You can check the security footage. Yeah, well, um, after Deborah had her, um, episode, um... Oh, Deborah. yes. Yeah, we're not, we're not able to have cameras in here. So, like, can... (sighs) So, did you... Hmm. Did you, like think about what was said at the last meeting because uh, well, like look like, boss i know look listen i'm sorry that i, I hmm. called saudi arabia accidentally and told them that they would great be great for bombs but i didn't <laughs> i i didn't mean to do it like it's I, I thought he, he was mean just. To do it. I thought he was just an American who had an accent. I didn't know I was actually calling Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Well, um, I wasn't. I was asking. I was. I was more referring to like the wine that's on your desk. The wine? You can't. You can't do that. Come on. Oh. So uh, I'm oh, just gonna. Wine. I'm. I'm gonna take that and. Uh, yeah. This. This. Yeah. This is mine now. But I. No, boss. I, hmm? I paid seventeen ninety five for that bottle. <laughs> you were the reason we had the meeting. Just, you were warned about bringing wine into the. You're at work. work? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Gabe. Did you really bring this back? What a offhand comment at the beginning. You should be ashamed of yourself. So, uh, yeah, if you can meet me in my office, I'm like. Say five minutes, that'd be great. He like walks away. 
uh, so so this guy named Colin pops up over the cubicle, like darts his eyes at you. That's whenever Luke, this is your character. <laughs> Do what you want with him. Oh. Hey, hey, man. Ah. Uh, oh, hey, Colin. What? What happened, man? I mean, it's a, what? What just happened? I don't know. He saw the wine I had here that I bought for my aunt. You, my you brought party. wine into the office again, well, man? You know what I'm supposed to do with that? Big deal? I don't know. I just I wasn't gonna drink it. Dude, we had the meeting and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I just I wasn't thinking. Well, oh, well, I mean, well, well, what are you gonna do, man? I mean, that's I that's know. strike two. I don't know. I don't know, Colin. It's just... I don't even know if I want this job anymore sometimes. Oh, don't say that, man! You're one of our best salesmen! I know, but... I'm too good for this job. You sold more bombs to Saudi Arabia than anybody else on this floor! (laughs) Thanks, man. On this floor, meaning that there's another floor (laughs) outdone you. A spring salesman. Uh, I appreciate it, Colin, but this this just isn't for me, you know. I've always I've always wanted to be the man that sold the the staples, not the staple removers, you know. You don't even sell the staple removers. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I've always wanted to sell sell stapler springs, you know, not the staple remover springs. <laughs> You know, it's just, ever since I was seven, that's just, you know, my dad was a stapler <laughs> spring salesman. <laughs> I don't know anymore, Colin. Listen, man, you got a decision to make. You need to look deep inside yourself and think, am I here because I want to be, or am I here because this is the life that the world decided I should have? <laughs> This is just the suicide hotline thing. Oh, Throat <laughs> rump. You know what, Colin? You're right. I'm gonna walk into that office and I'm gonna tell that boss he can't push me around anymore. I'm Zah. gonna get out of here. Wait, and what? Colin, I'm gonna get you that Afghan you've always wanted. What? <laughs> 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 hmm. I don't feel bad about killing you now. <laughs> no, like a blanket. Uh huh. Whatever. <laughs> not, not the Afghanis. <laughs> Sorry. Right. So I walk. I, I I stomp into my into the boss's office. Hey, Scott. So uh, about about earlier, um, you know, I just got a phone call. Uh, De- Deborah's here. Uh, I'm gonna need you to go take care of that. I'll tell you if you can if you can handle. I'll give you your wine back. Sound like a deal? Yeah, that, that that's great. I, he, well, like, I, he pushes I, you out of his office. But, but, okay. <laughs> She's in the lobby. Closes the door. <laughs> All right. Well, what's one more job? You're screaming faintly. <laughs> Hmm. Hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, boss. What is? He what shuts is, the blinds. De- but I like you hear a lock the click. <laughs> but who's Deborah? 
He opens the door again. You'll you'll know. You'll you you'll, you'll know. Close the but, door. But locks I wasn't. Well, all right. I go down to the lobby. So you you uh you open the door to the lobby. Um, and there stands a uh, a woman behind the desk with like really dark black hair. Um, she's she's like five foot two. Um, like she's just she's shredding through like these papers. Like, oh, where where is it? Where is it? I can't. It's got to be in here. <laughs> like shredding, literally like shredding. She, no, or she's just... like throwing things everywhere. Oh, oh rifling. Okay. Yeah, yeah rifling. Yeah. Hi, are you are you Deborah? Shut up! I'm busy. Um, well, my my boss asked me to come come. Uh, talk to oh, you. Ron! Ron! He's gonna send somebody to do his work. Oh yeah, huh? That's 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 well, rich. You know this time of year, we we're still <laughs> out of spring. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are. I just well, Deborah, is there anything I can I can do to help right now? You notice that there's a lot of blood on her hands. I don't I don't know. Can you? She like looks up at you like a little cockeyed. What happened? Did you cut yourself? Oh. Oh, this? Uh... Yeah, yeah, I cut my... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can hear, like, really loud footsteps in the other room. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, Ron, he was wondering if you needed any help. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I'll tell you. I, I remember that I left my lunchbox in the room over there. Could you go and get that for me so I can, uh, I can, I can get out of here? She, like, points across the room behind you. Because I have low self-esteem, <laughs> I go do that. <laughs> so you open the door, and uh, on, a, on a table, like, just across the room, um, is the lunchbox, you know? There's a few lights flickering on and off. It's just, it's there. There's a few employees sitting around. I yeah. pick it up and notice that uh, it feels strange. It just has a weird weight to it. <laughs> it feels yeah. strange. Like it just, it doesn't feel like lunchbox weight. Yeah. <laughs> weird know. how that happens, huh? I don't know. So, <laughs> Oh, I see where you're going with this. No, I got a different direction. So you, you have to turn around. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? That was, that was a bit. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> And as you turn around, you can finally see the faces of like the coworkers that were sitting there, and they're they're not moving. They got a little little bit. They got some blood on them. And the Thank door God shuts. Thank God it's Friday. Am I right? What? What the? <laughs> you guys are. What, hang on. Why is the door shut? Hello, uh, Deborah. Grr. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah? <laughs> grr, grr, bear noise, grr. <laughs> um, is, is this, hang on, let me get this straight. Am I hearing bear noises in the heart of Chicago, in the middle of an office building that sells yeah. springs? I say to myself. <laughs> is this the second time I'm going to lead into a Justin Fields bit? Are you? Because we've we've done this bit before. Because you've I, I don't remember if it was me or if it was you or if it was Luke that we we put we put it in Chicago. 
And then no. the Bears were involved because the Chicago no. Bears. It was the Chicago Bears, but you were the one who brought up Justin and then, Fields. Well, like just he's he's their quarterback, so like I, I know mean, it's just the next line of thought. So we're not going there. I just wanted to like draw attention to it. So you're <laughs> you <got> attention <laughs> in the whole flow of the story right there. <laughs> so you did, but you see, uh... you see the giant silhouette like slowly like wobble towards you. Oh, so, hey there, big fella. He's like pushing uh, the tables over as he gets closer. Um, um, I open the lunchbox just to see if there's something I can use to distract him. <laughs> the last thing you hear is beep. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was a bomb. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought I thought you knew that. Like just No Well I was gonna let you pick what was in there. Oh the lunchbox feels strange. Hmm. Yeah, that was a that was that was a toss up for you. Yeah, and and I dunked it. Like I don't it's a, it's a pretty good look. So wire cheese is over? Yeah, you <laughs> Oh Congratulations. Alright, well, Happy New Year or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's uh, to uh, many more episodes of uh, <laughs> Storment Scott with a fictional scenario. <laughs> oh my gosh. This... Alright, so like the past few episodes, we've got, I've gotten criticism personally for not putting wine or cheese in the, in the bits or bears in the bits. Oh uh, yeah. And so like this is me trying to redeem myself and show that I can still do it. Yeah, we've, we've we fulfilled all those uh, uh, stipulations. Yeah. This might be my favorite wine or cheese bit that we've done so far. <laughs> it's, uh, it was definitely a compact one. It was only like 20 minutes. I like, I'm like. Yeah. i happy with this one. Yeah, we, we got one that didn't turn into a whole freaking odyssey. That's because Luke wasn't playing. <laughs> <laughs> I can yeah, kill I this one. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the Colin bit, though, Luke. That was great. That was that, um, was, that was phenomenal. Uh, that, okay, I'm glad that I'm glad that was good. Thank <laughs> you. Was, it was, was, so it was small but impactful. Yeah, he might be my favorite character out of the whole shebang. I still um, like uh, I was my favorite. Uh, I might be. I don't know. Like out of all the characters that we've we've come up with in the last year, somebody wants to create like a, a tier list. That'd be amazing. In a future episode of All Our Wine and Cheese, uh, we might record a, like a bonus episode or something going yeah. over that. Do another YouTube yeah. exclusive. Yeah, so if Alvin or Smitty or any of, number of the fans want to want to go over that, we'll uh, we'll give our thoughts. Yeah, I feel like there's only uh, one thing left to really, uh, so? to really talk about. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're probably right, because we, we did the poem, we, we did the thing yeah. where, where, where we talk. Yeah, I, uh, I love that part. That was, that was yeah. a good part. Right. I and really enjoyed how it was in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we did the wine of cheese, so... Uh, yeah, I, I think I think you're right, Gabe. There's there's only, only one thing to, to do. Yeah. Why do they eat beans and tomatoes for breakfast? I can't wrap my head around. So, Luke, you got any like any summarizations? Thoughts. Any, any thoughts about the episode in general? 
I mean, I've got, I've certainly got a got a question. What's that? <laughs> what's what's the question? Where is the Shrek Five trailer? No! <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the last title of this year. <laughs> Happy New Year, Shrek fans! <laughs> Happy Honda <Honda> Days. <laughs>